Hey everybody, welcome to the Mountain Deer Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Elmer, and today we have uh, kind of a different podcast. Uh, Rodney Elmer is going to tell us uh, a buck story. Um, this is one that, uh, as kids, we grew up hearing that kind of helped, you know, it kind of helped make deer hunting, and especially uh, hunting in Maine, it made it so, you know, legendary, and it made it kind of epic, and it, you know, really kind of solidified this as something we really wanted to do, along with all, all of his other buck stories, but this one in particular is one of my uh, personal favorites, so uh, go ahead, Dad. Take it away. This buck uh, um, was my record, my personal record for a long, long time. Uh, from 2001 up till I shot Tyrod. Uh, his name was Zigzag. Uh, I'd followed him quite a bit the year before. Um, got 75 yards from him in the fog and jumped him and couldn't get a shot and couldn't believe the size of him. And ended up spending a beautiful day chasing him and not getting him. And uh, we only hunted for a week back then in 2001. So. Um, when I went back the following year and looked around and couldn't seem to find him and then later on went up the mountain and Dedicated myself to finding him and I did and he had a doe and uh, I followed him for oh probably Half a mile or more and uh, I'd already climbed a 3,000 footer that day and then I started up my second 3,000 footer and uh, found him and uh, ended up pulling the trigger he was making a scrape in front of me and uh, uh, lip curling on the scrape uh, right in front of me and uh, ended up shooting him at about four o'clock in the evening and uh, then I dragged him from dark all the way down the mountain uh, as far as I could and I think I dragged him about half a mile or so and uh, I was going the right direction that was back before GPS um, back when I didn't need a flashlight and uh, <laughs> ended up uh, uh, dragging him as far as I could and the radio batteries starting to die it was well after dark and I hadn't heard from anybody and uh, I was headed the right direction. I was going the right way, but boy, I didn't realize I was still more than a mile and a quarter from the road. And uh, our plan was if somebody didn't come out of the woods at night, um, we would fire a shot at the top of the hour and the bottom of the hour and everybody would be listening. And then finally at about 1030, I'd gone through a few shells and um, I, good thing I carried that box with me. And uh, uh, all of a sudden I... I at top of the hour and bottom of the hour, I turned my radio on too, and uh, the boys came on the radio, and uh, Donnell, I uh, was talking to him, and uh, he had been on my backtrack, uh, so from like five o'clock on, trying to catch up to me, and he was up the mountain behind me on my backtrack, coming along down the track, so he finally made it down to me. We had quite a radio conversation when he got down to me. I was super tired. My back was killing me. I got the buck in this hole and I couldn't get him out. And I said, well, I'm just going to leave him right here. I'm, it was rainy and snowy. And I said, well, I'm going to make myself a bed. So I took a bunch of spruce branches and piled them all up and made myself a bed, built a fire, poked myself in the eye with a stick in the dark and <laughs> had quite a time. Um, finally got him, uh, uh, Donnell got down to me. Uh, he had a GPS at the time, and uh, he, needless to say, I, I cut some backstraps, uh, uh, the tenderloins, out of the out of the buck and started cooking them on my fire. And now that I've got a poked eye and I've only got one eye, <laughs> and uh, the fire dies down some, and the smoke's pretty good, and it gets in my good eye. Now I'm practically blind. Um, I cooked a fair amount of the tenderloin. It had dried into this terrible, <laughs> uh, terrible meat on a stick. And uh, I ate some of it, and Donnell wasn't coming, and it was going bad. And I said, well, I'll cook him another one when he gets here. And Donnell finally gets to me in the middle of the night. 
<laughs> he's all tired out. His mag light um, is still working, thank God. And uh, <laughs> we finally stumble out of the woods and uh, get back down to the rig. And it's uh, uh, back to camp at 1 o'clock in the morning. Uh, what a hunt. Uh, the next morning we went back up with the sled and the chainsaw. Um, and I don't think we get out there till like 6.30. And then started climbing the mountain and got up to him. And uh, looked him over, took a whole bunch of pictures. And uh, then hooked him into a sled. And... Uh, uh, Lewis is carrying the chainsaw here trying to uh, get us out, um, cutting up downfalls out of our way. And we finally made it down to the road um, at, at about 11.30, working on noon, um, when we finally got the deer out of the woods. Um, what a hunt. Uh, just fantastic. And uh, we were so in awe at him. We kept stopping and looking at him as we were coming down through um, and just in awe of the deer. He was the biggest thing we'd ever seen up, up there. And... Uh, what a very memorable hunt. When I got back, uh, you can see how young the kids were. That's pretty amazing too. Uh, this was back before we carried, uh, you know, any amount of uh, video cameras. At any rate, uh, we had uh, instant cameras back then and uh, apparently mine got some water inside of it or something and some of the, the photos have red all over them. Um, it was all we had at the time and um, I let everybody else drag my deer while I was taking pictures all the way down through and uh, like Donnell says, Elmer got another gift from God. <laughs> the poor guy, gotta hand it to him. He he came to the rescue that day, said such a great job. <laughs> he says, how far do you think you are from the road? And I said, oh, I don't know, five, six hundred yards. And he says, oh no, you're one point, I think two or three miles from the road. So you still have a mile to go. Um, I'd gone a long ways that day and uh, with no flashlight, no GPS, I I was happy and I, I could have stayed right there. I wasn't leaving that deer. I didn't know what the weather was going to be and there was no way I was going to find it. And and I wasn't sure there was going to be snow in the morning. And I said, no, I'm, I'm staying right here. I'm not leaving this deer. And uh, he came to the rescue. And with that GPS, it was awesome. Yep. Thanks a lot, Donnell. Great job. This picture here is uh, Donnell kissing the road when we made it down there. And even once we got down to the road, we couldn't help but admire the deer a little bit. Um, but he ended up having a 21-inch spread. Um, pretty good, big, like, forklift horns. Uh, just just a wicked, wicked deer. He was a beauty and um, really an honor. What an awesome story. I know that uh, this was one of, uh, one of our favorites growing up for sure. And... You know, always, always hope to have kind of a, whenever you get a buck, to have it play out in a story that becomes a lot of fun to listen to because in, and to remember. Because really the adventures and the stories is one of the main reasons that we do this. And it's one of the things that's the best about it is being able to share your buck experiences and about your experiences in the woods with other people, I think, is what makes makes this platform, makes YouTube, which makes storytelling, you know, so important in our in our hunting culture. But I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh I know I certainly did. It's always good to hear this story. I'm, I'm not sure how many times I've I've heard it, but uh, it's been it's been awesome. And to to go out and to make these you know these stories happen for yourself is probably you know a thousand times better. If you guys want to check out this video, because uh, we actually have a story on our YouTube channel about this whole thing with the pictures of the of zigzag and dad recaps over some images and stuff. And we have uh, lots of other throwback uh, buck stories like this with a bunch of more recent ones. If you guys want to check that out, you can go to our uh, YouTube channel, uh, Mountain Deer. 
Um, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. We're going to put out a few more, like this, uh, a bit more uh, short kind of story form, you know, things that are a bit easier to listen to, sit down and uh, just relax and enjoy and, you know, kind of recap with us of some of the, you know, good, good big buck stories that have happened in the past. But thank you guys all so much for listening. Thank you to Dad for coming in and telling us the story. And we will see you in the next episode. Happy hunting, everybody.